like to talk to you about why some Muslims say that you cannot and should not try to learn Islam by reading the Quran. This comes from some work that was written by David Swindle in the PJ Media, April 25th, 2020. This is a so-called Islamist conference. Now, I don't use the word Islamist because it's a made-up word. I only use the words about Islam that come from Quran, Sirah, Hadith. But what they mean by Islamist here is that they think that the full Quran should govern all life. Now, most Muslims don't obey the full Quran. They just follow the five pillars which are found in the Quran of Mecca. Some would call this man fundamentalist or radical, but again, these words do not occur in the Quran, Sirah, Hadith. He's simply telling the truth of what's there. The man's name is Abdul Jangda, and he says two things. Number one, that there's two different worldviews. There's the Kafir view, which have freedom and justice and mercy and fairness, but these cannot be applied to Islam. Why? Only Allah can tell you about freedom. You see, freedom is slavery to the Sharia. And there's also no justice outside the Sharia. But he goes further to say that it is ridiculous to think you can teach yourself about the Quran. The speaker says you cannot possibly teach yourself about Islam from the Quran. You can only be taught by a Muslim to know to get true knowledge. You see, only Muslims understand Islam, and the reason he goes like this. If you understood Islam, you'd become a Muslim. Well, since you're not a Muslim, you don't understand it. But he says that being self-taught is ridiculous, because human beings can't understand the Quran because these are the words of Allah. Oddly enough, there are very many Kafirs who also say the same thing. But I say that being self-taught is the culmination of scholarship. Now, if you can't use critical thought, this explains why you have so few creative ideas coming from Islam measured in Nobel Prizes. But Islamist leaders do agree with me that we have two separate societies, two separate civilizations. We use an ethic of the golden rule, which is a unitary ethic, all people to be treated the same, and our knowledge comes from critical thought, whereas in Islam, both the ethics and the thought process all come from Quran, Sirah, Hadith, and that's the only place they can come from. But there are Kafirs who say that you can't understand Islam unless you're Muslim. Let me give you an example. I gave a talk some years ago in a, in a town that had a newspaper. So I gave a talk, it was my usual kind of talk about how the Quran can be measured and understood and who Muhammad was. Well, after my talk, he didn't, the reporter didn't talk to me, but instead there was a Muslim there. He did a long, extensive interview with him, and what did they write up the next day in the paper? That I was a bigot in a short paragraph and went on and on and on with what this Muslim said because, according to the newspaper reporter, only Muslims can understand Islam. So the deal here is Muslims are right, Kafirs are wrong. Now, at this conference, they just referred to understanding the Quran. But when you read the Quran, it says in 89 verses that you should follow Muhammad as we find his life in the Sirah, his biography, and the Hadith, the stories of his life. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that you cannot understand a biography of a man? Of course you don't. You can understand a biography. And can you understand an incident in someone's life? Of course you can. So here's the deal. Before you study the Quran, start with Muhammad and then read the Quran in the right time order. And it's very understandable. To those who say I cannot understand Islam, I ask this question. Show me the verse I cannot understand. And you can do the same thing I do. Go to what's called an exegete. I use Ibn Kathir. Basically, 
Ibn Kathir explains what every verse in the Quran means, so read it for yourself and find out what experts say the verse means. And that business about which translation of the Quran, well, there's websites which have many parallel verse translations, so you can pick out any verse and read it in 10 or 12 translations for yourself. Read for yourself. Now, it's ironic, but teaching a Muslim Islam is the best way to convert them. And by convert, I mean leaving Islam, whether they become an atheist or a Christian, is not the matter with me. There's a minister in Australia who has converted 2,400 Muslims to Christianity. How? By explaining to them what's in the Quran. And I know of another minister who is an apostate from Islam in Iraq who's converted hundreds, and he explains to Muslims who Muhammad is. The web censors agree. Everything that's to be known about Islam can only be trusted from Muslims. When people such as myself talk, we can be censored. Currently, YouTube, for instance, will not allow any differences with the World Health Organization. This talk is being given in the time of the coronavirus. Now, to the masters of the web, facts are meaningless. All that matters is who have we offended, and if we've offended the wrong people, we're censored. Facts are just simply a hate speech. So the censors of Silicon Valley are in a complete agreement with political Islam. People such as myself should not be given freedom of speech. But freedom of speech is under attack from Islam, the left, and the censors of Silicon Valley. We're attacked not as being wrong, but as being immoral. We're racist, hater, bigot, Islamophobes. Facts don't matter, they say. But it's not just Islam that's censored. Anything that offends the power that be can be censored. Truth and facts are proof of bigotry, and they're to be suppressed. Do not believe the hype. Anybody today can understand the facts of the Quran, the facts of Muhammad, and the facts of Islam. Read it for yourself. Don't believe the hype. Thank you.